So, Sam, tell me about this songbird thing that I had not heard of a, until a couple seconds ago, but I'm already terrified. Yes, I I also had not heard of it until five minutes ago when I clicked on an article, and then three minutes ago when I clicked on the trailer, and you're getting the, the hot, hot take of Songbird, like, literally seconds after watching the first trailer for Michael Bay's new thriller about COVID-19, or rather... COVID-23 as we've been in lockdown for four oh years my. and it keeps mutating. What, what, that's, I don't think that's how that works. Like, that's the most Michael Bay thing in the world to take an actual factual global pandemic and be like, no, nah, my man, mine's four more. <laughs> Welcome to Garbage Magic, a Burkusatsu sub-podcast where we explore the best and worst of game books, and we find out which it's going to be as we turn the page. I'm Harry. And I'm Sam. And I just want to apologize to Harry for invading his planet in last night's Twilight Imperium game next to Mechatol Rex, thereby instigating a pile-on attack that led to my imminent demise as every single other player invaded me, took over planets, crushed my fleets, and on my birthday, god damn it, on my birthday too. A fact that you were sure to keep bringing up at every point when we decided to, you know, play the game you wanted to play and be backstabbing <laughs> bastards. So not nice to see what you use this in emotional cudgel. Hmm. Also, for the to record, I was I was getting lots of victory points off of those actions. Uh, yes, you absolutely were. Also, you were preparing to invade me, uh, betraying our kind of soft agreement from earlier in the game. And well, no, no, Sam, it's not betrayal if you betray me first. Like, you attacked me and took over some of my planets, and I retaliated. That's not betrayal, that's just, you, you broke the agreement first. I took one planet that you had undefended, that you had already spent, and that I was perfectly willing to get back to you the next turn. And also- That's not we, how that works. If you come for my planet when we're- had we exchanged ceasefires like I had requested earlier in the game, that would have negated that entire issue, Harry. But you demanded that we trade support for the thrones. So this is kind of on you. Well, I did I did exchange them because I was sure you would find a way to move this. Like, you would still betray me first, and therefore you would choose when we were in war, and I would be, like, behind on actions. But I knew that we were going to... I knew that the alliance was going to end, it's just I didn't know how you were going to end it. So that's why I let it be the meaningless supports for the throne. Hmm. But we're not playing that game today, Sam. No, we're not. We're playing something else. We're we're opening up a game book. A new one for Garbage Magic. A, a, a new one by which we mean a very old one. Because this is from, like, the mid-70s, I think? Or, oh, no, hot uh, damn. 80, 1983. Okay, uh, so yeah. this book is older than both of us. Yeah. Uh, so, last time we read what might be the worst Choose Your Own Adventure book in the existence, so I decided to go with one that is generally regarded as one of the better. It is Flight from the Dark, the first in the Lone Wolf series. And we're going to see Wolf if... Lone Wolf as in Lone Wolf and Cub? No, and entirely different. Okay, a different Lone Wolf. A different solitary wolf. Yeah. He, this Lone Wolf doesn't have a little kid following him around. 
I think. I mean, who knows? Maybe we'll follow choices. Maybe maybe we'll have a young child in our key items. Uh, now, Harry, I will, uh, I will want to point out a couple potential risks for this format. Like, one, this is our third Garbage Magic episode, so this is still relatively new. We still don't quite know what we're doing. And I just want to point out, if this is a good game book... I'm not sure that's going to be as good a podcast as the bad game book was. Maybe that's what we're going to figure out, Sam. You know, I guess. Our pa- I guess if nothing else, worse, like this, just... this is this is garbage magic, but this is also still Brokusatsu, and that show is nothing if not us committing to ideas that turn out to be bad far too early on, <laughs> and just refusing to adjust. Uh. I apologize. I'm, st- I'm still shocked we managed to have the willpower to not finish Ultraman Nexus. Uh, this book that we are exploring this week is Flight from the Dark by Joan Denver and Gary Chalk. Uh, okay, well, I'm not feeling so great about our chances because you just mangled... You said Joan Denver? You you added in multiple letters. letters. It's Joe Deaver. Well, okay, yeah. It's, there, there's no end there. There's no end in either of the names, but you... Yet she managed to include one in both. Wait, did I say Jonah Denver? I, yes, you did! I thought I at least said Joe Denver. No, I Well, guess what, Sam? Every time I've heard you say something and you claim that that was untrue, I do have the audio in in, in this case, and I can always just look it up. You could also adjust it and edit it in N, so... But I don't need to. And also, uh, just uh, for those following along at home... Uh, this book is available online uh, at, what is it, the projecteon.org? Project Aeon. Okay, I mean, they, they did squish that together as a single word, so I feel that's how, bad about that that's that how one. websites work. Yeah, 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 yeah. But I mean, it could have been a single word. Maybe it's still, you know what, maybe you're making shit up, Harry. I should just automatically believe everything you say. You know, the best part about this book, Sam, is that this is actually a good logical book, which means that if you fuck up and die, it's 100% your fault this time. Don't, don't, don't get me wrong, Lone Wolf does have some bullshit deaths and stuff, but I feel like at least at the start, it's fairly well written. Oh, have you have you read this one? Oh, uh, yeah. I, I, I reread this one, the first one, and this is still going to be largely your choices and your decisions for this. Okay. So this is me going through Flight from the Dark as we get to know our lead, the lone solitary wolf. Uh, I've sent you the link, Sam. We should let's start on the story so far because that kind of intros us. Oh wait, I thought you said this was the first. Uh, well, I guess this is just like the the opening scroll in a Star Wars movie. All right. So how are we splitting up the voices, Harry? Uh, well, th- it's definitely not going to work like the previous one because Lone Wolf they. They actually do a better job at not putting words into your mouth, and he doesn't talk too much at all. I think we'll basically just need to alternate uh, pages we read. Uh, but for this opening scroll, how about we just alternate paragraphs? So I will start the story so far. In the northern land of Suburland, it has been the custom of many centuries to send the children of the warrior lords to the monastery of Kai. There they are taught the skills and discipline of their no- of their noble fathers. The Kai monks are masters of their art, and the children in their charge love and respect them in spite of the hardships of their training. For one day, when they have finally learned the secret skills of the Kai, 
they will return to their homes, equipped in mind and body, to defend themselves against the constant threat of war from the Dark Lords of the West. Oh, qu- quick pause right here. So, uh, this, it's not too much this one, but I will say a complaint, and like a very valid one thrown against the series, is that occasionally the Dark Forces were going against, gets into t- some Tolkien racism territory. I see, I see. Like, like they're, they're evil because they're dark. Well, Whereas it, we are Kai. It's just for for a for a group that uses lots of Eastern terminology and philosophy, we're we're very very white bread, and the people we're fighting can be swarthy at times. So that that's that's something to keep in mind. But anyway, uh, some good old nineteen eighties, just casual, explicit racism. Good times. In the olden times, during the age of the Black Moon. The Dark Lords waged war on Summerland. The conflict was a long and bitter trial of strength that ended in victory for the Summerland at the Great Battle of um, Machen Gorge. Just, just take a running leap at any big names you run into. Oh, Jesus. I'm looking ahead at the sentences, Harry. King Ulnar and the allies of the Durinor broke the Darkland armies at the Pass of Moitura and forced them back into the bottomless abyss of Machen Gorge. Vashna, the mightiest of the Dark Lords, was slain upon the sword of King Ulnar, called Summer Sword, Summer Surd, the Sword of the Sun. Since that age, the Dark Lords have vowed vengeance upon Summerland and the House of Ulnar. Yeah, it's now it is in the morning of the Feast of Fembarn when all the Kai Lords are present at the monastery for the celebrations. Suddenly, a great black cloud comes from out of the western skies. So many are the numbers of the black-winged beasts that fill the sky that the sun is completely hidden. The Dark Lords, ancient enemy of the summer lending, are attacking. War has begun. On this fateful morning, you, Silent Wolf, the name given to you by the Kai, has been sent to collect firewood in the forest as a punishment for your inattention in class. As you are preparing to return... You see to your horror a vast cloud of black leathery creatures swoop down and engulf the monastery. So you're you're like the the, the loader introvert of the warrior monastery. Everyone <laughs> else is using their like mind powers and you're sitting in the corner like, oh, I wanna do things. Yeah, like this is a this is a whole temple full of monks, and even they're like, God damn it, you're a dork. Go get the fucking wood. Yeah. Well, dropping the wood, you race to the battle that has already begun. But in the unnatural dark, you stumble and strike your head on a low tree branch. As you lose consciousness, the last thing you see in the poor light is the walls of the monastery crashing to the ground. So you get knocked out of the battle, but not by like an enemy spell or a warrior strike. You hit your head on a tree and fall down. This is where we're starting. Yes, just starting off with some concussion for our main character. Many hours pass before you awake. With tears in your eyes, you now survey the scene of destruction. Rising, your, uh, Raising your face to the clear sky, you swear vengeance upon the Dark Lords for the massacre of the Kai Warriors, and with a sudden flash of realization, you know what you must do. You must set off on a perilous journey to the capital city to warn the king of the terrible threat that now faces his people. For you are now the last of the Kai. You are now the Lone Wolf. Dun-dun-dun. Well, that's a hell of a way to start something, like... Yeah, it's, a. Uh... It's really not subtle about that whole, like, okay, dark people, bad, summer people, light people, good. 
just remember that. Remember that in your minds, 1980s readers. So, uh, if you, it cut off, but I was saying, Sam, this game has actual rules, as you'll see in the next page. So next page, my god, the game rules. You keep a record of your adventure on the action chart. And I'll be doing that, I don't trust you to do it. Uh, can I, can I look at the action chart, or should that be, like, closed information for me? No, 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 this is like your character sheet, hold on, uh. Now this is fun, like, so there's, yeah, this really is just, like, this is a character sheet. There's combat skill, endurance points. You see, like, lone wolf endurance points, enemy endurance points, combat ratio, kai disciplines at different rankings. Like, yeah, shit. I'm impressed, 1980s. Not about the racism. But, you know, the game design. I'll read the game rules page. Uh, the game rules. You keep a record of your adventure on the action chart. During your training as a Kai Lord, you have developed fighting prowess, combat skill, and physical stamina. Endurance! Before you set off on your adventure, you need to measure how effective your training has been. To do this, take a pencil and, with your eyes closed, point with the blunt end of it onto the random number table. If you pick zero, it counts as zero. Uh, so, I mean... We're grown up, so uh, we have multiple options. We can we can just take the average result oh or just roll for it. I mean, average result would be like fives for everything, right? Yeah. So like the it would be on average uh, fifteen combat skill and uh, fifteen or twenty five endurance. Oh, you do that like a certain number of times. Uh, well, it's just we those are our two main stats. But why is one fifteen and one twenty-five? Uh, well, they're, they're separate, so like it's HP versus attack. I see. I see. I see. <clears throat> I mean, we could we could randomize this. Uh, sure, we could do that. All right, I have I have the page open. I am spinning around my mouse, and I am opening my eyes, and I am not even close to the grid. Okay, we should probably just take the averages. So, you you don't want to roll a random number? Uh, probably not. I mean, like, I don't, I don't actually know. Like, what if they weighted this, Harry? Like, you know, the the chart, it looks, it looks average to me. That said, what if it's not? What if it's, you know, what if there's a lot more nines than there are zeros? What if there's more threes than there are fives? Like, what if, what if they chose to artificially, like, skew the numbers? And because this is a hidden chaotic page like they could do that easily also should i like bookmark this random number page is this kind of like is this like the attack roll page kind of <laughs> oh i love it uh, i was just i mean i was just gonna be not crazy and just go to random.org and generate an integer between zero and nine inclusive hmm. you know what that's fair we should probably just do that but we'll take the average for We'll take the average for our stats just to, you know, keep things nice and smooth. <laughs> All right. So we are starting with a combat skill of 15 and an endurance of 25. OK, yes. The rest of this page is just uh, explaining how to generate those numbers. So I'm going to skip it and go to the next page. Uh, but it does mention if we ever hit zero or below endurance points, then we've died and our adventure is over. Here's here's the much meatier part, because we are we uh, the cut. So I'll just read this. Over the centuries, 
the Kai monks have mastered the skills of the warrior. These skills are known as the Kai disciplines, and they are taught to all Kai lords. You have learned only five of the skills listed below. The, the choice of which five skills these are is for you to make, as all of the disciplines may be of use to you at some point in your per perilous quest. Pick your five with care. The correct use of a discipline at the right time can save your life. So we're, we're choosing our build right here. Hot damn. And like I saw on the character sheet, uh, there was a spot for like five disciplines, uh, one of which and they had like different levels of mastery on them, like, you know, from from chump to champ. So am I am I not just picking these, but putting them in order? That is more of a different thing of uh, uh, the, the mastery level. I'll double check on that, but uh, there's no checks for that in the first book. I think that's actually something of like how many books overall you've read. Like if you start later in the series, you can still get disciplines, but you're not like fully leveled up on all of your abilities. So, Oh, so this character is going to be consistent like throughout the books. Yeah, unless unless we decide not to or we die. And in, in fact, if we get far enough in the series, then uh, we can create a disciple and run as them. I mean, that would make sense. We are the last of the Kai warriors. Yeah, we we. But that is like fifteen books down, so don't don't uh, get don't count on that right away. So our disciplines are camouflage. This discipline enables a Kai lord to blend in with the surroundings. Uh, it's uh, in the countryside. He can, yeah, it's stealth. Uh, hunting. So you, it ensures Kai Lord will never starve in the wild. Uh, it, it also lets it's it's a different kind of stealth, but not like invisibility stealth. Uh, and when you need to uh, consume a meal from your inventory, hunting means you don't need to do that. Sixth sense, uh, it's spider sense. <laughs> Tracking, it's boost to perception checks. Healing, uh, this lets you. Uh, so if you lose hit points in the book. Then every time you head to a new page, you will auto-regen one hit point per page. And also there's a couple places in the book where you may be able to heal another person a little bit. Uh, weapon skill. You pick a specific type of, of weapon. And uh, if you are fighting wielding that weapon, you get an extra bonus of two to your combat skill. Uh, you, you can't carry more than two weapons, by the way. Uh, and if you are, are ever fighting without a weapon, I think you take like a huge penalty, like five or something. I see. Uh, also, I'll just spoil this. Uh, if we do decide to go for a weapon skill, there is a correct choice of weapon. Okay. Uh, is it, let's see, this is the 1980s. Is it sword? Yeah. You may notice, like, on the random choice thing, it's dagger, spear, mace, short sword, warhammer, sword, axe, sword, quarterstaff, broadsword. Like, there's two slots for sword. Oh, there's actually four. There's a broadsword, a short sword, and then two regular swords. Yeah. <laughs> uh, mind shield. It is... It shields you from psychic attacks. Uh, mind blast. That lets you... Uh, blast people with your mind. Uh, so in combat, if you're fighting someone who isn't immune to mind uh, blast, like if they have mind shield, whatever. But uh, if you're fighting someone who isn't immune, you get plus two to your combat skill. And occasionally, you could just use it in uh, in uh, adventures as you know. Sometimes you need to blast a dude. Animal kinship. I mean, is this not a hunting skill? Like, if I like see a squirrel, can I like mind blast it? Uh. I think dealing with squirrels is more the next skill, animal kinship. 
You could you could talk with the animals. You could walk with the animals. <laughs> and mind over matter, you get a little bit of telekinesis. Oh, hot damn. Um, I mean, some of these are straight up superpowers, and some of them are like, I'm, are, are not. Uh, so, I didn't realize I was creating like an X-Man. Um, <clears throat> more Jedi, more Jedi. Okay, 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 okay. So, that's what I should play this as. Like, I'm the Jedi that the rest of the Jedi didn't like. Well, and it, kicked out of the club. You're... You're angry because the rest of the Kai Monastery thought The Rise of Skywalker was a good movie, and you were you were arguing about so long they made you go get the 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 sticks, and then you had to now your family is destroyed, and that's sad. But you're like, oh, it's my origin. I definitely want to take mind over matter because telekinesis is a god level skill. I like the imagery of animal kinship because I'm like, fuck those guys. I'm going into the woods to get wood, and and talk to animals. About the rise of Skywalker. But then I also like the image where it's like, where he thinks he has animal kinship, but he doesn't actually. And so he's just like yelling at a squirrel and it's doing nothing. Or they understand him too well. Mm-hmm. Uh, so is that, are you taking animal kinship or not? I'm not going to take animal kinship. All right. But my character thinks that they have animal kinship. Remember that. Understood. Okay. I will write down in your character sheet a false uh, a false uh, sense of understanding animals. So, uh, I don't think I get mind blast. Uh that's a little that's a little too gene gray to be a telekinetic and a and a mind blasty. <clears throat> that said, mind shield, I think this guy like nothing gets through his head. Absolutely nothing. So, definitely has mind shield. He's he's also got strong emotional barriers. Yes. Yes. That's two. Now, weapons skill. So I can... I can take weapon skill twice, or if I take it, I get two weapons, or... What is it? No, uh, if you take weapon skill and pick one weapon type that you're particularly skilled with, but, like, out in the world, you still need to have that weapon. Like, if you find it, then you'll get the bonus. If you're fighting with a different weapon, then you just fight normally. Should I take the right one? It's it's entirely up to you. Let's get back to weapon skill. So put a little put a little dash next to weapon skill. Uh, healing, healing seems important. This guy seems like you know a guy that could like fall off a wall and then walk back up it and just and be just fine. So he he did immediately crack his head on the tree branch at the start of the book. So will he need to heal that up? Mm, yes. Otherwise, he'll have you know he'll develop CTE. That's something we could track over the books. That does Lone Wolf have uh, cr- chronic encephalitis? Uh, let's see. Tracking six sense. Absolutely not. He does not have six sense. But again, he thinks he does. False sense of understanding animals. False psychic. Now hunting. This is where I think his uh, false sense of animal kinship comes into play, because he's like he's talking. He's trying to talk to the animals, and then they attack him, and he has to kill them. And it makes him very sad every time it happens, but it keeps happening. Okay, so, mind over matter, mind shield, healing, hunting, two M's, two H's, what else? Mm-hmm. I think I gotta go, let's see. I mean, Not camouflage, if... this is this is not a stealthy guy. 
well, we've been scrolling up from the bottom, so, like, that's the top, so go back and see. Uh, we put a little dash next to weapon skill, so what is this guy's weapon? So sword is the right choice, so let's not take the right choice. Ah. Yes. Yes, all the rest of the Jedi were all about their lightsabers. I think this guy is about the lightsaber spear. Weapon skill spear. Weapon skill spear. And he's like, ha, it's like a sword, but it's like a sword at the end of a long stick. Mine is like so much better than yours. Understood. You see that sword? Mine's like twice as long. I'll poke you. So, uh, our lone wolf build is combat skill 15, endurance 25, disciplines, mind over matter, mind shield, healing, hunting, and weapon skill spear. Also, he believes he can understand animals, but he can't, and he thinks he's psychic, but he isn't. Yes. Alright, we kind of got a weird one. <laughs> Alright. Let's move forward. Equipment. You're dressed in the green tunic and cloak of a Kai initiate, so we're also cosplaying as Link. Great. We have little with you to arm yourself for survival. All we possess is an axe and a backpack containing one meal. Hanging from your waist is a leather pouch containing gold crowns. To find out how many, pick a number from the random number table, so I'll just roll that. Okay. Uh, Six. We have six gold crowns. Okay. We discover amongst the smoking ruins of the monastery a map of the Summerland. Note under special items on the action chart, showing the capital city of Holmgard and the land of Durner far to the east. You place the map inside your tunic for safety. You also find one of the following. A, a sword, a helmet, uh, two meals, a chainmail waistcoat, a mace, a healing potion, a quarterstaff, a spear! Uh, 12 gold crowns, or a broadsword. But Sam... Come on, spear! Come on, spear! We roll it, and we got a four, which is a chainmail waistcoat. This adds four endurance points to our maximum. Okay, that's, you know what? Pretty darn good. Unless we have to go swimming. That would suck. Alright, uh, there's just a big list of stuff about how much we can carry and how we use our items. Uh, no, but that's just something that, um, backpack items. Uh, we can only keep eight backpack items. We can only carry two weapons. Uh, special items are, those are, have their own special inventory thing. It's the Final Fantasy thing. Key items are its own page. Uh, I was reading this as like a Resident Evil rules where like, you know, a rocket launcher and a small bit of dry herb is the same amount of space inside your inventory. But we have to make sure we make the acid rounds for a grenade launcher when we get there. Absolutely. Or, you know, not just like, you know, play the God tier mode, start with the minigun and just have a very easy Resident Evil experience. So heading to the next page, there is a big thing on rules for combat, which we can kind of go past. But basically it's just... We roll a random number, and then we com- we go down a table thing that kind of compares the difference in our stats. So we want to it it's we want to be better than our opponent, otherwise we'll be taking a lot of damage. 
I see. Okay, so we're we're comparing our combat schools, and I will roll a random number and add it to mine. Is the enemy doing so as well? Uh, no, it's not. It's not exactly that. We we actually just figure out the ratio between the two of us, like even or plus one or minus whatever. Uh, there's so that first image is for if we're worse than the enemy. The second one is if we're better. Yep, this is some 1980s game design. This is incredibly Thacko. Yeah, well, that's that's the way it is. Okay, uh, that's just oh, the way it is. Things will never be the same. Uh, oh, okay. So the following table is a guide to the ranks. Da, da, da. So it just lists saying uh, you're considered to be certain level of Kai based on how many Kai skills you have. And we will get more with every book. And so we'll be kind of going up in rank. Remind me to never actually take uh, animal kinship. Although I am steadfastly convinced that I have animal kinship. Uh, Kai Wisdom. <laughs> All right. Your mission will be one of great danger for the Dark Lords and their servants are a cruel and fierce enemy who will give and expect no mercy. Use the map to help you steer a correct course for the capital. Make notes as you progress through the story, for they will be of great help in future adventures. I'm not sure if that's true. Many things that you will that you find will aid you during the adventure. Some special items will be of use in future Lone Wolf adventures, and others may be red herrings of no real use at all, so be selective in what you decide to keep. There are many routes to the king, but only one involves a minimum of danger. With a wise choice of Kai disciplines and a great deal of courage, well, we got one of them. <laughs> Any player should be able to complete the mission, no matter how weak their initial combat skill or endurance points score. The honor and memory of the Kai Lords go with you on your perilous journey. Good luck. If anybody who knows about Lone Wolf is listening to this, they did start screaming when he said you're doing weapon skill spear. Okay. <laughs> I mean, I should be able to find a spear at some point, right? Yeah. Right? Right? Come on, spears are like, you know, the prototypical human weapon. It's like the first weapon we ever made, aside from stick. It was stick and then spear. Fair enough. The second oldest weapon. So let's just go to section one. You must make haste, for your sense uh, for your sense, it is not safe to linger by the smoking remains of the ruined monastery. The black-winged beasts could return at any moment. You must set out for the uh, summer-lending capital of Holmgard and tell the king, the terrible news of the massacre, that the whole elite of Kai warriors, save yourself, have been slaughtered. Wow, and you were the outcast, so like, if all the good ones actually died, and all they're left is like you, everyone's fucked. Yeah. Without the Kai Lords to lead her armies, Summerland will be at the mercy of the ancient enemy, the Dark Lords. Fighting back tears, you bid farewell to your dead kinsmen. Silently, you promise that their deaths will be avenged. You turn away from the ruins and carefully descend the steep track. At the foot of the hill, the path splits into two directions, both leading into a large wood. If to wish you, if you wish to use your Kai discipline to six sense, which I think I have, turn to 141. Well, in this case, even if you wish to use it, you'd actually have it to go to that page, so ignore that. God damn it. So I just stand there thinking like, okay, which way feels right? Which way feels right? Uh, take the right path into the woods or follow the left track around the woods, right? Oh, wait, no, they both lead into the large wood. I will take the right path. All right, the right path. Yes. I'm choosing to head into the woods uh, because 
you know, we're dealing with like winged flying creatures. So actually going into the woods is a good idea because it'll give you like cover from the air. Um, speaking of large winged creatures, the path is wide. It leads straight into thick undergrowth. The trees are tall here and unusually quiet. You walk for over a mile when suddenly you hear the beating of large wings directly above you. Looking up, you are shocked to see the sinister black outline of a crown diving to attack you. If you draw your weapon and prepare to fight, turn to 229. If you evade the attack by running south deeper into the forest, turn to 99. Yeah, let, let's go 99. Like, I have, I have no interest in fighting this guy right now. Like, you know, he's in the air. I have a forest to f- defend myself with, so 99. You dive into the undergrowth just as the beast screams past your head. You quickly look back to see the cron turning in the air in preparation for another dive. You scramble to your feet and run deeper into the safety of the forest. Turn to page 222. I think we got away from him. Yay! Uh, so some of these pages are pretty short. As you go on, you discover a forest path that divides at the point you join it. If we should use your kind discipline of tracking, turn to 67. We don't have that. No, we do wish, not. If you wish to take the south fork, turn to 140. If you wish to take the east fork, turn to 252. Well, I mean, I have nothing to go on. Um, Technically, you have the map. Yeah, I have the map. So where where the fuck is... Okay, so the Bodisteria is here. Home guard is to the south and the east, so both south and east sound right. Yeah, that's not very useful, is it? Really isn't. Um, so 50-50. Let's go south. You're in a clearing where several trees have been cut down to make a rickety watchtower. Below the tower are three paths leading off in different directions. If you take the south path, well, so it's southeast, southwest, or we can climb the watchtower. I will continue south. All right. You reach the top of a small wooded hill on which several large boulders form a rough circle. Suddenly you hear a loud growl from behind a rock to your left. If you wish to draw your weapon and prepare to fight, turn to 43. If you would rather take evasive action by running as fast as you can over the hill, turn to 106. Okay, so middle of a forest, loud growl from behind a rock. Um... You know, running has served me well so far. Let's continue to run. This is a very uneventful book, the way we're playing it. Eventually, you come to the edge of a fast-flowing icy stream. The white water cascades over the mossy rocks and disappears towards the east. I mean, I'm not sure what you want. Like, I I am the last survivor. I need to get a message to the king. I'm not here for heroics. I am here to survive. Uh, Are we following the stream to the east, or would we rather explore us? upstream um let's see i'm looking at the map okay so i see a stream below the monastery which actually leads directly to home guard so following the stream to the east makes sense yeah we've gone south a lot so i feel like we should be going east okay yeah so we've gone south a lot let's turn east follow the stream turn to page 263 carefully You follow the stream as it makes its way towards the east. Suddenly you notice something in the distance that brings you to a halt. Lying in the rushing river like a great black dam is a dead cron. You creep nearer, under cover of the foliage, until you see three arrows deep in the beast's chest. Trapped beneath the beast is the body of its rider. It is a Giak, 
a spiteful and malicious servant of the Dark Lords. So we've met our Orc substitute. Okay. Many centuries ago, their ancestors were used by the Dark Lords to build the infernal city of Hel- Helgedad. Hel- 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 Heldad. Uh, which lies in the volcanic wastelands beyond the Durdcrag range of mountains. <laughs> the construction of the city was a long and torturous nightmare, and only the strongest Gyaks survived the heat and poisonous atmosphere of this Helgedad. This creature is a descendant of those Gyak slaves. It seems that this one must have drowned. The Gax pouch contains three gold coins. You may take these if you wish. Yes, absolutely. I mean, yes, loot. Loot everybody. So we can keep going downstream, or we may leave the stream and make our way on foot through towards the wooded hills to the south by turning to 157. Uh, the way I'm reading the map, the stream leads directly into Holmgard, which is where we're trying to head. Yeah. So let's continue downstream. All right. You've reached a small bridge. A track follows the stream towards the east. A much narrower path disappears into thick forest to the south. If to wish you, if you wish to use your Kai discipline of the sixth sense, turn to page eight. So I just stand there, looking at both paths with my hands out, like which way, which way, which way, just waiting for something to come to me. Uh, if I wish to go east, twenty-eight south, one fifty-seven. Um, much narrower path. Thick forest south, track follow stream towards the east. Uh, follow the stream, right? Alright. Yeah, follow the stream to the east. After a few hundred yards, this path joins another one running north to south. If you wish to go northwards. Uh, and then we can also go south. South. Obviously south. After a few minutes walking, you find a mossy hut set back from the path. You are hungry and must eat a meal here or lose three endurance points, but not us because we just... Uh, make friends with an animal and then kill it for some reason. As <laughs> as we eat, we notice that the path starts to curve towards the east. Do we wish to fo- follow the path to the east, or do we wish to return the way we've come? No, absolutely. F- keep keep. Wait, turn around. Yeah. Oh wait. Uh, so there's a footnote here. The wording of the section assumes that you have come from section twenty-eight. If you have yeah, just which reached- we did, which we did. Okay. Yeah, turn to page 42. You followed the track for nearly an hour when you came to a crossroads. If you wish to continue... <laughs> we're just wandering around. We are lost. So uh, east, north, remember, south, or west. Do you remember the RPG, uh, Super Mario we have RPG? Exits, we have exits in four directions. We're, we're almost in Lost Woods, Sam. Yeah, yeah. This is this is like Mystic Woods in Super Mario RPG. Like, we're, we're chasing that doll uh, that, you know, was animated by a falling star... And like, you know, we're we're just lost, just wandering for hours, which I, I did as a kid. I was like, oh my god, this is a puzzle and I don't know how to solve it. And there wasn't the internet back then. So Alright, so Sam, north northeast, south or west? Oh fuck. Um you follow the track for nearly an hour when you come to a crossroads. There's a cro- is there no sign? Is there no, no. like side post at the crossroads? No, there's no Google Maps, Sam. It's fucking Fantasyland. In Fantasyland, there's signposts. Well, they're also being invaded by the enemy. Maybe one side cut it down to confuse the other. Maybe they didn't want to say, hey, invading dudes, come here to sack our capital. Okay, we've been going east for a long time, so let's go south. Turn to page 157. Because we're going southeast. The forest begins to thin out until finally you can make out a road through the trees ahead. The highway is full of people heading south. Many are wheeling their possessions along on handcarts. 
If you wish to join refugees and perhaps learn more of what has happened in the north, turn to 30. If you'd prefer to continue to move south but under the cover of the trees, turn to 167. I'm not a stealthy character. No, I'm, I'm a very blunt object, so I see people. I'm going to talk with them. Let us turn to page 30. Awkward socializing, wolf. We're going to figure out why I was banished by the rest of my mugs. <laughs> we do have a chance. So read it, Sam. The people look tired and hungry. They've come many miles from their uh, burning city. Suddenly you hear the beat of huge wings coming from the north. Kron! Kron! Hide yourselves! The cry goes all up along the road. Just in front of you, a wagon carrying small children breaks down. Its right wheel jammed in a furrow. The children scream in panic. Um... If you, wish, if you wish to help the children, turn to 194. If you'd rather run for the cover of the trees, turn to 261. Oh, boy. Like, I there, know There's what... a picture, by the way, of these children. Well, two of the children look pretty scared. The one on the right looks stoked about it, I gotta say. Look at him. <laughs> yes, yeah, so like, Oh, yeah. Uh, there's <laughs> an elder child and, like, a baby that are looking up at the sky, absolutely terrified. But, yeah, the one on the far right is like, oh, awesome, a crawd. We're gonna they're get also, eaten. They're also those medieval children because they look they look like they're ten, but also like they're fifty. Oh <laughs> <laughs> so uh, yeah, that on. that could be a baby, or it could be like their grandmother. Yeah. Um, so, Sam, help help these elderly children, or run run screaming back to the woods. I hate to say it, Harry, but like, I have a very important <laughs> message. <laughs> <laughs> so I think we need to get to the cover of the trees. Really? Okay. <laughs> Harry, Harry, I have a mission. I have a mission that I need to get the message to the king. <laughs> All right. Well, let's go. Sweating and out of breath, you part the dense undergrowth to see a crowd hovering over the wagon. Three ghoulish geaks drop from its back, startling the horses. They advance upon the helpless children with their spears. If you wish to run back to the wagon and defend the children, turn to 208. If you want to run deeper into the forest, turn to 264. Uh, sex to be you, kids. 264. <laughs> I don't know why we bothered reading about the combat rules. <laughs> you have uh, not gone not... far... <laughs> if you don't... <laughs> Godfather would hear the sound of battle to the west. Do you want to follow the sound, or should I just go to the south where the sound isn't? Yeah, we're going to the south where the sound isn't, Harry. We're going to page six. In the distance, you can hear the sound of horses galloping near. You crouch behind a tree and wait as the riders come closer. They are the cavalry of the King's Guard, wearing the white uniforms of His Majesty's Army. If you wish to call them, turn to 183. If we wish to let them pass and then continue on their way through the forest, turn to 200. Uh, I mean, th yes, these are the people that I wanted to get a message to, so turn to page 183. The officer orders his man to halt and asks you your business. You tell him who you are and how the monastery has been destroyed. He is deeply saddened to hear your news. He offers you a horse and asks you to accompany him to Prince Pel Pelatar, the king's son. Yes, yes, I accept. Why would I decline his offer? This is exactly what I want to do. I'll go to the next page. Okay, turn to page 97. Because I think it's sad. These guys aren't cowards. Oh, damn it. Uh, so ahead of you, you can see a fierce battle raging across a stone bridge. The clash of steel and the cries of men and beast echo through the forest. 
In the midst of the fighting, you see Prince Peltar, the king's son. He is in combat with a large gray Gorgaz, who is wielding a black axe above his scaly head. Mandy, <laughs> this book is even racist about their weapons. Uh, suddenly, the prince falls wounded, a black arrow in his side. Yeah. I'm sure they're wearing, like, you know, they're wearing black clothes. They got, like, tight black t-shirts on, and they're smoking, like, black cigarettes. And They got a theme, damn it. So, the the uh, Gorgaz is just a big crocodile that's carrying an axe and standing up and angry. God, uh, I, I almost don't want to ask the question, but... Well, if... Okay, do I wish to defend the fallen prince? Turn to page 255. If I wish to run into the forest, turn to page 306. I think I want to defend the fallen prince, Harry. And because I have given my message to the king's men, I have... I have... They know what I know. So I've completed my job, and now this is my... This is my uh, supervisor, and I need to defend them. If they were kids, I probably wouldn't defend them. The creature that you now face is a Gorgaz, one of a race of cold-blooded reptilian creatures that dwell deep in the treacherous Mackenmire swamps. Oh, even the swamps are treacherous? Yeah, their favorite food is human flesh. The prince's sword lies at your feet. You may pick up and use this weapon if you wish, unless you picked a really shitty weapon skill. The Gorgaz is about to strike at you. You must fight him to, de- to the death. This creature is immune to mind blast. So his combat skill... His combat skill is 20, ours is 15, which means we are rolling on the, I believe we're rolling on the minus 5. So I am rolling a 10-sided die to defend the prince, and hopefully make a good impression in probably what is the only combat encounter that we're actually going to have this adventure. Roll to 5. Nice and in the middle. Now, yeah, so we both lose. We both get chopped up a little bit. Five. Yeah, four, four. So, do I just keep rolling until? Uh, yeah. Now they have. Now they have twenty six, and we have twenty five. Then have twenty six, and we have twenty five. Wait, why do we only? Why do we still have twenty five? Shouldn't we have twenty one? No, we we got the chainmail waistcoat. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Wait, if I have the chainmail waistcoat, then. Shouldn't we be in the negative one charts? No, that adds to endurance, not combat skill. Oh, 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 okay. All right. Rolling again. The thrilling combat continues. Nine! I rolled real good, Harry. Good, because you need to, because we're, we're behind. Uh, nine is... They take eight, and we take zero. Excellent. So, they're down to 18. Roll again. Roll to one. I fucked it up that time, Harry. Fucked it up less, real bad. That's less good. Um, We take six. And they take zero. I think we're still technically ahead. We have more endurance than them. Roll to seven. Make it up lost ground again. They take six, we take three. And I'm swinging. Roll to five. So we're down to 12, and they're down to 8. One good swing can put them away. Come on. 9! Is that a good swing? Uh, yeah, because that kills them. Yes! And just think, Harry, just think. 
If I had defended those kids, I probably would have died. So letting the kids die was the right move. I actually think that fight is hard to lose. Also, we have healing, which means that we would have automatically healed the damage we'd taken between fights. Well, then they died for nothing. Yep. Anyway, if you win the fight, turn to ADE2. Yay. The giant, the giant Gorgaz lies dead at your feet. His evil followers hiss at you and then fall back from the bridge. The prince's soldiers form a protective wall around you and their dying leader with their shields. Black arrows whistle past your head. The dying prince looks up into your eyes and says, Kylord, you must take a message to my father. The enemy is too strong. We cannot hold him. The king must seek that which is in Durinor or all is lost. Take my horse and ride for the capital. May the luck of the gods ride with you. You bid a sad farewell to the prince, mount his white steed, and head south along the forest path. The battle still rages behind you as the prince's men fight off another assault on the bridge. Did we take his sword? We took his sword, yeah, right? We, we totally took his sword. Alright, we are turning to page 235. And so every every time we turn a page, we heal one point, right? Yeah, so we were actually up to 13, and now we're up to... Uh, the prince's horse is indeed a magnificent animal, fast and sure on foot. You gallop along the twisting track as if it were a straight highway, until the noise of battle has disappeared far behind you. I try and form an animal kinship with it, but for some reason the horse is not that talkative. Hmm. You're hungry, must eat a meal during your ride, so you eat part of the horse that it doesn't eat. <laughs> Uh, so do we just, like, every time it says you're hungry and must eat a meal because we have hunting, we don't need to? Yeah, like, we, we've we chosen the ability to just ignore one of the core features of the books. Nice! After several miles, uh, the path stops abruptly at a junction. There's a signpost, but it has been hacked down. If you Wait, wish if to it's been hacked down, can't we just, like, kind of look it up and be like, okay, that way, that way? Look, this lone wolf is not a thinker, clearly. Uh, so if we wish to use our kind discipline of tracking, we have to invent time travel. Instead, left or right? Oh, Jesus. Um, which which way were we going? Like, south? I think generally we were going east. Okay, if we were generally going east, then let's turn right. We are going to 146. You have ridden about a mile when you are knocked from your horse by an arrow gracing your forehead. You lose three endurance points. Oh. As you pull uh, yourself you pull to your feet, uh, you see a patrol of uh, Dracarim emerge from the woods on either side of the road. You have been ambushed and must evade them as quickly as possible by going into the forest. You are dizzy from your wound and you stumble through the trees like a blind man. Suddenly you fall forward as if the ground has been snatched from beneath your feet. You have fallen headfirst into a hunting pit. As you look up, you can see four Dracarim leveling their bows at you, evil sneers spreading simultaneously across their ugly faces. As the world darkens, ah. the last thing you feel is the black shafts of their arrows deep in your chest. You have failed in your mission. Wait, what the fuck? They're, yeah, their their weapons are poisoned. That was a left or right. There was nothing I could do. Also, why did it make me lose three endurance points if I was just going to die the next page? Eh. Okay, so are we going back so I can turn left instead of right? Yep. Okay. Death count one. You have ridden about three, three miles, when in the distance, you spot the unmistakable silhouette of five large doom wolves. Riding on their backs are Gyaks. They seem to be going on ahead to where the path leads down into an open meadow. 
Suddenly, one of the Gaks leaves the others and begins to ride back along the path towards you. If you wish to hide in the undergrowth and let it pass, uh, turn to 178. If you want to fight him, turn to 340. Hmm. Just one? Just one. And how much have we healed up? We're up to 16, because we didn't actually take that arrow to the head. I'm feeling spicy. Let's attack him. <laughs> Wait, are are we are we alone? I think we still have the horse. Okay. I wish to fight him. Turn to page three forty. You gallop forward to meet the ongoing the oncoming Doomwolf and Rider. Your weapon race to strike. The Gak sees you and unsheathes his scimitar. You must fight both Gak and Doomwolf as one enemy. So Gyak plus Doomwolf, everyone's favorite ship, is <laughs> uh, combat skill 14, endurance 24. So we actually okay. have plus one on him. That's sweet. So uh, that means we're on the zero column, right? No, that means we're on the plus one column because there's there's two images. Oh, so there is. Okay. I am we can be down. better than the enemy. That is allowed. Well, I was starting. I was starting to wonder. Okay. So, uh, yeah, this, wow, this chart is a hell of a lot better. Okay, rolling a d10. One. God damn it. Uh, we lose four, they lose five. That's the worst possible result. No, we lose five, they lose four. Oh, we lose five, they lose four. Four. So they lose seven, we lose three. I do need to make up some ground here. How bad am I looking? Uh, we're at nine, they're at thirteen. God damn it. Okay, I rolled a one again. Ooh. So we're at four. They're at nine. You can still turn this around. Yeah, I mean, there's half the results do nine damage to them. So well, roll one of those need... then. Yeah, okay. I rolled an eight. I just did 11 points of damage to them. With five turn to 193 and immediately start healing. Yep. The beast and its rider lie dead. You notice a scroll tucked into the Gyak's belt. You may take this if you wish, but remember to mark it on your action chart. The other doom wolves are charging along the path towards you. If you wish to fight them, turn to 253. If you wish to escape into the woods, turn to 126. Well, one almost killed me, so four definitely would kill me. Also, we have five We have five HP. Let's uh, run and escape into the woods and start the healing process. It's time to heal, Harry. It's a time to heal. All right, we also got a scroll. Mm -hmm. You ride deeper and deeper into the forest. Silently, you thank the prince for such a fine horse. Uh, oh. For although the ground is a tangle of briars and roots, he never once falters. The doom wolves are soon left far behind, and you bring your horse to a halt. The light has faded fast, and it's almost night. Uh, do you want to press on ahead, or bear left? It's the same direction as the path you were left far behind. Uh, let's left. I mean, we, we're we still trying to get to the castle, right? Are we? I'm unsure. Um, 143. Bear left. You soon emerge from the woods onto a main highway. You recognize it as being the main road between the port of Torin uh, in the north and the capital in the south. Spurring your horse on, you estimate you will reach the capital by morning. And heal a point. Yep, that's what the little pages are good for. As you ride along the highway, you notice that light is getting worse. It will soon be completely dark and impossible to see any dangers that may lurk ahead. 
You decide to hide and rest at the wood's edge until morning. When you are satisfied that no one can see you, you pull your warm green cloak around you and drift off into an uneasy, uneasy sleep. You are awoken by the sound uh, by the cries of Kron high above you in the clear morning skies. Rubbing your eyes, you peer upwards to the canopy of branches and see three of the loathsome creatures fly off to the north. You are sure you have not been spotted, but perhaps it would be best to leave now, just in case. You mount your horse and ride south along the highway. This has been a long path. You have ridden several miles and have seen no sign of refugees or of the enemy. You race on towards a high ridge in the middle distance. You should be able to see the capital from there. As you reach the peak, the sight that meets you on the far side is one of hope. But there's still one challenge you know you have to face. Before you are the tall, gray-white walls and glimmering spiles of Holmgard, the city's banners fluttering from the battlements in the fresh morning breeze. Stretching out to the west, the river Elidil traces its course from the mountains of the Durncrag Range to the Holm Gulf. But below the mountain peaks, you can see a vast black army marching relentlessly on towards the capital. To your right, you can see the highway leading off over the rolling plain towards Holmgard. At a gallop, you can make the outer field works of the city's defenses in less than an hour, but you would be in the open for most of the time and vulnerable to attack by Kron. Directly ahead of you, a wide river drifts sluggishly towards the Elidil. If you abandon your horse, you could swim towards the other outer defenses under cover of the riverbanks. Or there is a final alternative. To your left lies the graveyard of the ancients. These tubes and crumbling monuments to a forgotten age will conceal your approach, but it is a forbidden area. Many are the unnamed horrors that lie there in restless sleep, waiting co to consume the unwary trespasser. So, are we going to are we trying our luck by the highway? If we are uh, going to try to sneak along the river, or are we going to go through the graveyard of the ancients? Graveyard sounds like a terrible idea. Um, let's see. So, so we're going there. <laughs> no. Not the graveyard. Not the we're we're trying to play the smart Harry. Uh, all right. So you can make the outer field works. You'd be in the open. Fold a roll to attack by Kron. Ride Wiver drifts sluggishly towards the Elidil. I don't know. Like I got a chain shirt on, right? So swimming is actually not a good idea. Uh, it's a it flows sluggishly, I guess. All right, all right. Let's let's try the river. That seems the best uh, best path forward. Peering over the steep undercut of the riverbank, you can see a tangle of driftwood along the river's the water's edge. A large tree trunk has grounded on the clay bank next to a small canoe. Ooh. So, are we going to float down the river on the log, or are we going to use a canoe? Log is more stealthy, but also more prone to rolling and murdering me. So let's uh, let's canoe it up. Turn to page four. Here we go. It is a small one-man canoe in very poor condition. The wood has split and warped, and the craft appears to be leaking in several places. You quickly patch up the worst of the holes with some clay and bail out the water. This seems to stop the leaking for the moment. Stowing your equipment at the bow, you set off downstream using a piece of driftwood as a paddle. After a short while, you hear the sound of horses galloping towards you along the left bank. If, to use, if you wish to use your sixth sense... Turn to 218. So I pretend to. I think about it. Yeah. What are they? What are they? Uh, if I wish to hide or attract their attention. I, I checked Sixth Sense. It does just tell you which is the right option. Bad guys don't have horses, right? Like they have dire wolves. 
I I haven't seen an enemy with a horse yet, so I'm going to try and attack their attention. Waving your arms at the approaching cavalry, you recognize them to be border rangers of the king's army, tough woodsmen who police the troubled western frontier of the kingdom. Your relief at seeing them soon fades when you realize they are fleeing from a pack of doom wolves with snarling yak riders. Black arrows are dropping all around the rangers as the vicious doom wolves get nearer and nearer. If you possess the kind discipline of camouflage, you're lying. If you wish to take cover and hide, turn to 41. If you wish to make for the other bank, turn to 116. I'm not a hidey boy. So let's make for the other bank. 116. Uh, As you climb out of the muddy water, uh, black arrows fall all around you. Quickly, you dash for the cover of the trees and wait for the Gyaks to leave the opposite bank before continuing on foot towards the capital. I turn to page 321. Also, how many hit points am I up to? Uh, At this new page, we're at 15. You walk for nearly an hour along the twisting river's edge. Beyond the next turn, you can hear the faint noise of battle. You carefully climb a steep hillock to get a better view. Another hit point. The outer field works of the city can now be seen. Drawn across the river is a line of barges chained together to form a floating barricade. You can also see soldiers running along the log walls of the field works, and you can hear the faint noise of battle drifting from the west. If you wish to approach the barges, turn to 179. If you wish to take cover in the trees, 51. Uh, Trees have been good for me so far, so let's go to 51. You climb the wooded bank of the river and see the log walls of the field works disappearing into the distance. A battle rages about two miles away, and the log wall has collapsed in several places where the Dark Lords are attacking. Most of the field works ahead are unmanned, the soldiers having left to supply reinforcements for the raging battle. There is a gate in the log wall. If you wish to approach it, turn to 288. Or you can try to climb over with 221. This is... this is a friendly log wall? I mean, this... I think so. These are the the defenses for the city. Okay, yes, I wish to approach the gate. Like, I have a message from the prince! A message from the prince! Technically, I gave it to him, but then he died immediately, and so I'm I'm passing it back along to you. Mm Mm-hmm. As you reach the walls of the fieldworks, uh, the large oak gates open, and you are quickly hurried inside. A sergeant, blood-stained and battle-weary, calls to an officer who turns and recognizes your cloak. My lord, he says, where are the other Kai masters? We are in most desperate need of their wisdom. The Dark Lords press us most cruelly, and casualties are high. Uniform the brave officer of the terrible fate of your kinsmen, and the urgency of your mission to seek the king's counsel. Without saying a word, he motions to a soldier to bring forward two horses. You both mount and gallop off towards the high city wall of Holmgard. Turn to 129. I'm almost at full HP now. Uh, well, not really. We're 11 away, but whatever. Yeah, whatever. You reach the main gates of the capital and stare in awe at the height of the city's walls. 200 feet high, the walls of Holmgard have withstood the ravages of both time and the Dark Lords. You and the officer race through the tunnel of the inner gatehouse, 100 yards in length, and finally halt outside the doorway of the main watchtower. Great crowds of soldiers and civilians are running to and fro. So do we want to keep following the officer, or do we, if we feel that we stand a better chance of making our way to the King's Citadel on our own, we can turn to a different page? Why the hell would we think, no, follow the officer? He knows the place. Turn to page three. Staying close to the officer, you follow him through an arched portal and up a short flight of stairs to a long hall. Soldiers run back and forth, uh, bearing orders on ornate scrolls to officers stationed around the city wall. 
A haggard and scar-faced man dressed in the white and purple robes of the king's court approaches you and bids you follow him to the citadel. Do we want to follow him or go, nah, and leave? Yeah, let's go home. You know, like, I I think we're done. I think, you know, we don't need to deliver any more messages. I told him, you could tell him. Uh, so are we following him? Yes, we're going to follow the man. Uh... We follow him into a small library of the main hall. He pushes one of many books on the shelves, which line all four walls, and you hear a metallic click. One section of the bookcase slowly slides back to reveal a hidden passage. Uh, we can... It's giving us another chance to turn back, but I think we're just going forward. Yeah, I think we're i think we're moving forward now. Yeah. Well, this is endgame. You walk for nearly ten minutes along a dark and winding corridor, and then start to climb a steep staircase to a small wooden door. The man presses a secret catch, and the door opens. You enter a large, plushly decorated bedroom with a huge marble bath that takes up one corner of the room. The man suggests that you refresh yourself here while he seeks an audience with the king. Hey, take a bath, Stinky. You got lots of coward stink on you. Those were my children. You quickly bathe and change into some white robes that have been left out on a large marble table. Shortly, the man returns and leads you through a door, uh, through a long corridor lined with exquisite tapestries. You finally arrive at a large door guarded by two soldiers wearing silver armor. You are about to meet the king. Harry, how many hit points am I up to in case the king decides to take a sweep at me? Uh, the, the next page is the last one, so you're, it's 22. We ended with okay. 22. You enter the chamber of state, a magnificent hall decorated lavishly in white and gold. The king and his closest advisors are setting a large map spread upon a, upon a marble plinth in the center of the chamber. Their faces are lined with worry and concentration. Uh, a silence fills the hall as you tell of the death of your kinsmen and of your perilous journey to the Citadel. As you finish your story, the king approaches and takes your right hand in his. Lord Wolf, you have selfless courage, the quality of a true Kai lord. Your journey here has been one of great peril, and although your news comes as a grievous blow, the spirit of your determination is like a beacon of hope to us all in this dark hour. You clearly did not tell him the full story. Oh, yeah, I left out those kids. I definitely left out those kids. You have brought great honor to the memory of your masters, and for that, we praise you. You receive the praise and heartfelt thanks of the entire hall, an honor that brings a certain redness to your young face. Oh, no, senpai noticed me. <laughs> uh, the king raised his hand and all the voices cease. You've done all that... Oh, go, you do. You have done all that Summerland could have asked of a loyal son, but she is greatly in need of you still. The Dark Lords are powerful once more, and their ambition knows no bounds. Our only hope lies within Durinor, with the power that once defeated the Dark Lords an age ago. Lone Wolf, you are the last of the Kai. You have the skills. <laughs> Except for animal husbandry. <laughs> and, and, and six cents, which is really useful. Will you journey to the Durinor and return with the Summer Sword, the Sword of the Sun? Only with that gift of the gods may we crush this evil and save our land. Mm. If you wish to accept the quest of the Summer Sword, begin your adventure with book two of the Lone Wolf Adventures, Fire on the Water. Fire walk with me. So that that's a pretty badass book, but that's one for another time. And quickly looking over a sheet, uh, Mind Shield? Would uh -huh. have been useful if we'd gone into the graveyard because there's some psychic enemies there that are also incredibly dangerous and would just kill us, probably. Especially because okay. we're... Because we took Whoop and Skill Spear. Uh, Mind Over Matter was never useful, and I'm not sure what it is in this book. 
Mm-hmm. I mean, he- healing is a healing is a top tier choice. Hunting, I mean, it's good to not have to worry about meals. Yeah. And yeah, we did take weapon skill spear. So, I mean, like there there were spears lying around, right? We, we, we should be able if, we have a sword. We should be able to walk up to a guy with a spear and be like, hey, trade your spear for sword. And you know what they would say? They would probably say no, because in defensive situations, spears are better than swords. In any case, that's a decision for another time. But uh real quickly, I mean th- you can tell this was a better book, right? Oh yeah, considerably so. Um it is I I'm not sure if I should be pleased. Uh, that, you know, the first part of the book I was able to so adeptly just avoid combat. Yeah, I mean, you did roleplay as a big old coward. Uh, not, not a coward, Harry. I was not a coward. I was a man on a mission. Like, I was the last survivor of my kind, and I needed to get that message to the king. Hold on. I'm just really going to quickly click through and find those kids and see how hard it would have been to save them. Do I, like, get anything for saving the kids other than, you know, the pleasure of saving kids? Which is kind of a hollow reward in an RPG. I'm not concerned about saving like three kids. I want to save three million kids, you know? Still following downstream. East. South. Join the refugees. Alright, help the children. Uh, fight the Geax. Yeah, the Geax are combat skill 15, endurance 13. Oh yeah, I could have killed them in like two rolls. <laughs> Whoops. Well, Sucks to be you, kids. Well, there's no kind of discipline of caring about kids. But yep. uh, nevertheless, they're they're graced in uh, many abilities. And Sam, what are they going to keep doing until next time to keep themselves sharp? Uh, they're going to keep dancing. Keep dancing, everyone. <laughs>